Are you ready for the passation? The only real deal Patriot Post Game Show. And now, Corto and Catone. Welcome into the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. I'm Corso. Catone is here. Joe is in the booth, and you're joining us live on YouTube, listening live on Podbean. And hey, listen, if you miss any of this post-game show, maybe because you're in the bathroom sick, pissed off, aggravated, you threw your TV out, computer out, whatever you did in overtime there, you can always uh, pick us up on iHeartRadio later on. I'll go back on YouTube and watch us later. Uh Week four sees of the NFL season sees the Patriots travel to the Green Bay Packers and lose in overtime, 27 to 24. Yes, overtime, 27 to 24. And listen, lot to get to today, and we want to hear from you. Joe's got the live chat open on YouTube, so yeah. we want to hear from you. Chat in, call in, 855-313-PATS. Want to hear from you as well as to what you thought about all this and we're going to break it all down, Mark, and, and we're going to start with, our obviously, our quarterback offensive breakdown. We don't have Mac Mania today, but, you know, talk a little bit of uh, zippy zappy time. And then, uh, of course, our defensive breakdown, Coach's Corner and our Sunday SIF. And I think maybe there's a couple of guys that uh, yeah. sit, on our, sit on our seat today. They could sit us. in the seat, the Sunday yeah, seat so, today, yep. So, again, they drop it. They drop <clears throat> Green Bay in overtime, 27 to 24. But uh, your your impressions? I thought it was a better performance offensively. I think they did some things a little better this week, Chris. I think they made some adjustments. I, but but it's it still, when it was crunch time, not good enough. Coaching was not good enough, not prepared, not, not ready for prime time. And, and they, 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 they're still not ready for prime time. It was better. But, Chris, bottom line is you're one and three. You lost. Better isn't good enough. You need to win games. You need to finish these games off. And good teams finish these games off on the road when you got the opportunity to win. Yeah. And what? They didn't listen to us yesterday, Mark. They didn't listen. And when they did, they were playing well. You're right, yeah, Joe. Listen, You're I, right. I, I, Joe, you know, you were right. And there's a few little, uh, you know, pearls that I took from yesterday. I did hear you guys as well. I appreciate you, uh, you know, pulling, pulling double. Joe, like he's that. here today, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. I'm wearing the red shirt. Of course, don't want to be wearing the red shirt. I had to take a couple of extra pain pills today after that, <laughs> after what I just saw there. So uh, I'll do my best, gentlemen, to uh, fight through this one. But, Mark, I see I feel the same way looking at this. You know, I'm getting want to know my impression. My my first takeaway yeah. from this game is this. I never thought I'd see a Bill Belichick coach team coach not to win, not to lose. Sorry. To be coached, not to lose. No, I no, mean that's yeah, what that's I. That's exactly what he did. When they, that game was tied for much of that end of that fourth quarter into overtime. I saw it start to trickle into that. Let's let's coach this game not to lose, and let's protect our little children. Let's protect our children, our coaches, the little children that we shouldn't have doing the jobs that they're putting to do. Not the players that are sitting there, Zappy sitting out there going. Let's go. We're ready to go. No, no, no. Yeah, he was that. Oh, that was wasn't that telling. He's looking for the play. He's going like this. What's the play? And and the, they're gonna end up calling timeout, Chris. That that was yeah. telling. You got a rookie quarterback timeout. who's had no reps all week. He knows. Hey, it's go time. Let's go. I need to play. And 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 the, the imbeciles flipping through. He don't know what to do. He calls a timeout. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about that in Coach's Corner as well. Um, but that's my initial impression of the game. But I know we want to get to the breakdown. Uh, we don't have a, a Mac Mania wash today, Joe. Uh, we have anything to get into offensive breakdown, or we just going right in, Joe? What do you say? Well, I think we just go right in. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I shut my mic off. I was sick of it. I was just swearing. And we'll take the silence as a let's go. Silence is like I'm done with the wash. With given given his silence, I say let's get right into the uh, the offensive breakdown. So, Mark, look, let's talk about the quarterbacks. Okay, let's talk about first. You know, Hoyer starts off. There wasn't a lot he did. He went out early in this game. He was five of six for 37 yards. Um, you know, quarterback rating 92 didn't really do much. Uh, and then Zappy came in. Zippy Zappy show. Man, I was really hoping, weren't you? I really was. I hey, was listen, really... I said to you when he came into the game, I said, Jesus, is this Brady Bledsoe? He gets he gets hot and wins the game and wins a couple more. Maybe Jones doesn't come back. Right away. I, I said he said right. right away he said it too. Right away. He's like, right hey, away. One of those situations. And uh and, and who knows down the stretch uh, if it may be, but he was but- yeah. Zappy, 10 of 15, 99 yards, average six and a half, uh, one touchdown, quarterback rating of 107. Good day. I mean, that's a that's a you know, that's a good line given what he was walking into. Yeah. Coming into yeah. Green Bay, you know, Lambeau Field, you're a rookie, your first game. You you haven't taken a snap, a rep in at all. Like what he hasn't all- probably gotten any reps since August, since preseason, right? And you come in and you perform like that. And I thought he performed extremely well and turned the ball over. I mean, protected. Okay. He coughed up the ball, but that's not on him. That wasn't on him. That that's was on your buddy Wynn. Yeah. My, my favorite guy. Your you favorite know? guy over here. It was so bad. They had to bring a Marcus Cannon to play tight end on that right. side of the field to right. solidify the right side of the line, Chris. Yeah. And he's just, he keeps, he keeps triggering further, further, further out on the line. Uh, Isaiah Wynn out the door. Yeah. Next steps out the door. Left tackle to right tackle to out. Yeah. But anyway, what'd you think of Zappy? Chris, I thought the kid, considering the circumstances, like you said, hasn't been prepared to play, hasn't gotten any reps, certainly hasn't, get, you know, he's not getting reps in practice. This week, they must have did a crash course with Hoyer to get him ready for Green Bay. So he hasn't gotten any reps. I mean, you throw him in in the middle of a game, right? Not yeah. prepared. Once he settled in, he seemed to be making the right decisions. He made a couple of mistakes, okay? He he, he threw the ball. Uh, on a third down, Chris, he threw a ball that almost got picked. And if you look to the left, the throw was the Kendrick Bourne was wide open in the middle of the field, and, and he should have hit him. And and and, and I think that, that that was one mistake, and that was, you know, I think that might have been in the fourth quarter. And, and, then that, that, and then he almost throws a pick. I think that kind of scared them off. But, Chris... They when they set him up running the ball to play action pass to Kendrick uh, Kendrick Bourne no to um Devontae Parker they should have yeah. they should have tried Chris a little bit more of that a little bit more of the play action because I think he was comfortable with that and they didn't I you agree know? they didn't yeah I agree I didn't I, mean, think, I, I thought the kid played well Chris considering the circumstances yeah I mean I think if they I think if they had if they put a, a little more trust in him and, and we're going to get to this in a second because we alluded to this a, a, a little bit at the opening um is it him they weren't trusting or themselves you know but yeah. i yeah. think if they had put it in his hands just a little bit more there 
in the fourth quarter and at the end, I think we may have a, a much different circumstance right now because, again, <laughs> towards the end of that game, play action was open. They ran the ball very well. Uh, it allowed for him to set up that that play action. I thought he handled himself in the pocket pretty well. I thought he was poised in there. I don't think he panicked too much. A couple of times he ducked down a little bit, and he should have because everything was just falling in on him. Um, there was a couple of reads, like you say, that I saw where – you know, everything was flowing to the right and there was maybe something back to the left a little. And, you know, even Tony Romo saw it, who, by the way, what happened to him? What the hell happened to Tony Romo? I mean, he, when he first started out, he was good. He was, he good. was pretty damn good, man. He diagnosed, he come up to the line. This is what they're going to do. They're going to do this. They're going to do Now you just see shades of that. I think I he's drinking too many of those Coronas that he keeps selling over there. I don't I mean, know. What the hell happened to him? He was with Snoop Dogg before the game. Listen, yeah, well, it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I there think, Chris, in all honesty, I think I love maybe, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's I right. know. I know. Maybe they told him to tone that down a little bit because he was calling plays before they happened. I don't know if the network told him to tone it down. I, I don't Tell know. Me, you don't have to tone like, it down. Did he sound like a, did he sound, heads. No, but did he sound like a smart ass though? In other words, you know, he's calling the play before it's called and it, it, it and he's right. Like, was yeah. he, I don't know. Maybe they said you're coming across as a smart ass. I don't know. But he but I like it. Yeah. I, but he said on one of those, everything was flowing to the right. There was something that he could have thrown back to on the left. So again, yeah. you're going to have those situations coming out, not having any game, any reps at all in practice, no preparation, nothing like that. Yeah. Now you're coming out cold in the game. And you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to get it done. Um, I don't think he let his team down at all. I give him, I right off the bat, zippy zappy. I, you better have a. He's going to be the guy. Forget Hoyer. This yeah, is going to be the guy, Joe. Well, sure well, zippy zappy, but I like something, something. Maybe it's zippy zappy time. That's it, man. Maybe it's zippy zappy uh, time. Uh, Joe zappy yeah. zania. Zappy Zania. That's a I like that. Chris, I like Chris, that. Chris listen. Comment. I think here's the thing, Chris. Yes, Mark. Wait, Joe's what? right. Let us know. You tell us out there, eat it hotline in our chat. Give us the segment name. What do you want us to call the Zappy uh segment. The Zappy's take? You want it to well give us a take. What do you want it to be called? Where's Tyler to tonight? Tyler or what? Tyler, you need to th chat in, Tyler. You're usually right on right on point. Tell us what you think. <laughs> listen, Chris. Um, I think that this game was really a microcosm of what you've been talking about from the summer with this disaster of a staff that Belichick put together. You saw it on display in key moments today. How many times, Chris, can you – I know we're going to get to in coach's corner, but how many times could you call a timeout on offense? For no apparent reason. It just, the play clock's running down, timeout. Even on Devontae Parker's touchdown. Should have been delay a game because he didn't get the he didn't get the court, the play in quick enough. Two in a row, two in a row, and I can't put that on him. No, I can't put that on the kid. What do you give the kid for a grade, Chris, for the day? Today? Yeah, because we, we grade Mac Jones. What do you give the kid? Oh, I give him an A. I, I absolutely give, give him. An I give a. the kid an A. The kid I had mean, you in position to win the game. You're in midfield after the punt return. It's second down from the forty-five. And you're running the ball up the middle instead of doing a play-action pass or doing yep. something to win the game. Like you said, Chris, try to win the game. They, win they, the didn't, game. they didn't want to do that at the 45 of Green Bay in overtime. Play to win the game, right? Play to win the game. So so let, get, let, let's get to the rest of the year. So Zappi, I thought, had a fine game. I think he's, he made a lot of guys eat his words. Again, all those fools on the flagship. 
you know, I've been, I, coming on tonight, I could, I, I hear it already. Uh, I guess I got to eat my words. I have to eat. I've been, I heard that like four times before we came on. And, and I have Chris, to eat my words. I have to eat my words. I have to, maybe you should shut your mouth and then you won't have to eat your words. Chris, what listen, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I give the kid an A too, Chris. I give Zappy an A. I thought the kid came in in a real difficult situation. He put them in position to win the damn game, Chris. What absolutely. more could you ask for the kid? The kid put him in position to win the damn game, and and your coaching staff wouldn't wouldn't take advantage of that and get aggressive and and, and take a shot on the road to win a game. And I don't want to hear any nonsense out there now. I don't want to be back backpedaling from anybody saying, "Well, Green Bay sucks. It's it's not a good enough test." Hey, Leedy, coming into this game, everybody had this checked off as a loss. Oh, going green back with Mac Jones. I did. I did. With Mac Jones. I'm cutting you off. I will say not me. I had him buy a a, a field goal. I said it's going to come down to the kickers. I called it, Mark. You did. You said it's going to come down to the kickers, but Joe thought it was going to be the Patriots winning it by a field goal yesterday. No, well, most people, though, had with Mac Jones, it checked off as a little. Oh, Lambeau? Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, oh, there's no chance they can go in there and win. And I kept saying, Baltimore is going to be the tougher sell to, to win that than it is to go to Green Bay. But hey, so so don't backpedal people out there now. This kid showed up in Green Bay off the bench, twofold, right? And and put you in a position to win. And, and once again, I hate I hate to keep putting coaching on it, but I think they put you in the position to lose. So getting Chris, to the rest of the offense. I'm going to tell you something before we move on, though. Yeah. Because of what happened to Tua in Miami. You know Hoyer won't play next week with the concussion. He'll be in protocol. They're not gonna. They're not gonna bring him back in week one week. No. They're gonna keep him in protocol. So you 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 said it. You said it immediately. Don, any concussion now, you're gonna be out a couple of weeks because of what happened with Tua. So you you're gonna see Zappy now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Any person, anybody in the NFL today, and you saw it across the whole day. Anybody in the NFL today that went into that concussion protocol never came. Done. Done. Yep. They're just Done. not gonna. They're not gonna take any chances or anything like that. And yeah. you know they got to get that straightened out too, because I'm not sure the optics of that either. I mean, you, you the back and the fourth. You know, that's a whole. That's a discussion. We can talk about that on uh, Corso and Catone uh, next Saturday. But uh, my point um, is that Zappy's going to be in for a little bit, Chris. He is. You. This is the. This is the guy you're going to see. Yep. This is the guy you're going to see for the next several weeks into this stretch. Now that we said, you know, is a, is a winnable stretch, stretch. and I think. With this guy, even more winnable if the coaching doesn't get out of its own way. Okay? Now, let's talk about the rest of the offense. So, let's start up front. How do you, how, you know, how do you rate that offensive line performance today? The left side of the offensive line I thought was excellent, Chris. I thought Strange and Trent Brown had a real good game. I think they had a strong game. I think every time they ran the ball for any type of yardage, Chris, it was to that side of the field. Right, it was either through that a gap behind Strange and Andrews, or it was to the outside of, with, with, around Brown and the other side. Good Lord, win that that was a disaster. Could not protect uh, the quarterback. The reason Hoyer got got knocked out of the game was because of that side of the line. I mean, it was to the point where Cannon had to come in and play tight end and 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 to bring in an extra blocker because Win couldn't hold that side of the line, Chris. But overall. I thought from Andrews over on the left, I thought they had a dominant performance. They were pushing guys back. The majority of that those rushing yards you mentioned at the beginning, Chris, 
were probably on that side of the line. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that that left side of the line, I I, I give him a great grade today, and even in pass protection as well. I mean, a couple of breakdowns here and there, um, but I thought, like you say, Strange, Brown, Andrews, that combination, and I like how Strange and Andrews, I like how the communication starting to develop. It, it, there are there are positives to take. I mean, there are things that you can pull from this game today and look at if you look deeper in and and see some of the positives that are coming out. And that left side of the line is one of those things. Um, so I, I like how the rookie's developing with with Andrews and Brown. And, and I think that, that um, the mixture of that zone and, and that zone blocking, that edge blocking, those stretch runs compared to those gap runs uh, with, with the guards pulling uh, was really good today on that side, but you're right. Good Lord. I mean, the other side, the other side, he, he just becomes, he's just becomes. I, what is it with him, Chris? What, what is it with his technique? What is it with him? He should never have been, he should never play tackle. That's what it is because you drafted a guard to play tackle. And because you drafted him number 22 in the draft or three, whatever. The what, hell are you, what are you going to do with him? Right. You're stuck with him. That's what you drafted him to play tackle. He's a guard out of Georgia, and therefore you put him at tackle. Now you throw the lazy gene in there, okay, on top of that, which is, you know, a death sentence for a, for a, 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 an offensive lineman, and now you kick him over to the right side, and the next step out is the door, which is what he'll have at the end of the season. Oh, absolutely. And, Chris, you even gave him the extra year, the rookie fifth year well, for a first-round pick. You know, you he know. sucks. I mean, we had a decent drive going there, and – you know, I, I watched it again and said, well, may, maybe he needed to get – because there was one sack where – You thought they should have chipped, right? You thought the running yeah, back should have chipped? there was one I gave Stevenson some – I can give him a lot of crap on. Yep. Because Stevenson exited that backfield, you know, because they – Mark, and I heard you you and Joe, and by the way, great show yesterday, Corso and Catone, uh, Joe filling in. Um, you guys said it, Mark, you said it great yesterday, that they were going to bring their pressure, how they line up their edge, uh, their ends. Green Bay Packers is real nine tech, like dramatic nine techniques. I mean, they play way outside those tackles and come off those edges, you know, and obviously I'm pretty sure we know that. And so, uh, yeah. you know, um, so when was always going to, that, that ass was going to have a tough time getting out there to him. And what's his name? That Ed, that end um, that had that sack. He's really good. Uh, but was it Gary? Yeah. And so he was going to have trouble. So you have to believe that the call came to Stevenson or, or Harris and say, hey, before you exit that backfield into your route, you got to get a chip on him. Yeah. You got to give him. A, and they didn't do it on one of those. And the other one was just, was just flat out being a stiff. You know, I say a win, just being a flat out stiff, you know. So, um, so it's weird, you know, because I thought, you know, look, they ran the ball for what? 15 carries, 136 yards. Good. You know, uh, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, yeah. Am I right there? No, no, no. no yeah. 33, 33, carries. 33 carries, 167 yards rushing. That was the passing. Um, and then Harris had 86 yards. Stevenson had 66 yards or 14 carries. So they ran the ball really, really well. But I agree with you. Left side better than the right side. The offensive line. Yeah, and the backs, yeah. Mark. Chris, the backs. I, I said yesterday. That the Green Bay backfield, I thought was was their combination was probably just below ours. They're probably I gave them second to us 
and and I think today we showed that we, you know we are a better combination backfield, but they're pretty good too. Don't get me wrong, they're good, and and mm-hmm. and they showed glimpses of that today. But the combination of Stevenson and Harris, Chris, when they're on their game, and our line is blocking, I mean, we should be able to control football games with those running backs. Yep, you were right. I heard you, and you said they got to get. You said they had to be a combination between the stretch runs to the gap runs. Perfect. That's what Joe said at the top of the show coming out. So when they listened to us, <laughs> they were successful. And when they didn't listen to us, they weren't but, successful. But Chris, I, I mean, you know, they, they, they were successful when they did, when they, when they did that. However, where is the running back out of the backfield catching the ball? That's yeah. a, was a vital part of our offense for 18 years. Now, where is it? It's, it's irrelevant. It's gone. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. I, I don't know how it's possible, especially when you get into overtime situations like that, where you know it's second down. You need to play action. Maybe you second could, and five, Chris. That would have been a perfect play to, to to run a little play action. Maybe to one of your running backs out of the backfield. You got nobody. You got yes, nobody. JJ Taylor's never active. Pierre Strong. They, we thought they would use him like that because supposedly he was the fastest running back in the draft. Nothing. Nope. They, the running back is irrelevant out of the backfield, Chris. It's amazing with, to me. But even with Stevenson or Harris. Even then, you know, yeah, you're in overtime. Mark, you're in overtime. There's no reason you can't give that a shot, ring nope. that up. No. Nope. You know, those those ends are they're not even thinking about that. Like at you that said, point Chris, the they're, they're in that ultra wide nine technique. They're just wearing their ears back and they're flying. They're not even thinking about a cross face of the no. running back coming across their face. Nope. Not even thinking about it. You boom nope. flare right over it's first round field goal, go home. I'm wearing the blue shirt. Nope. Yep. Doesn't happen. You know. Doesn't Joe, happen. he want Joe. He wanted to wear that red shirt again. Who's he kidding? He loves it. I'm telling you. You know, I'm so he sick of this red shirt. I want to burn it. But uh, so, and then you know, before we go get the break and go to the other side of the ball, as far as the receivers go, I mean, listen, Mark, 15, uh, 15 catches, 136 yards off uh, 20 targets. Chris, I still don't think that they're utilizing born enough. Every time he gets the ball in space, Chris, he 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 makes something happen. He's got some 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 burst, some speed. How many how many targets did he have, and how many catches? Three and two. Okay, how are you targeting him three times, Chris? How? There's no wide receiver screens anymore. Nothing. The old Josh McDaniels offense would be beautiful for for Bourne, Chris. Get him involved in the game. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I agree. Three targets. I mean- Come on. The, the, the excuse will be now, well, you know, you the rookie in there. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Please, please. Blah, Bunch of, blah. That's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. The rookie didn't drop the ball. It was Aguilar who that ball went through his arms, wasn't it? Or was yeah, it, it was yeah, on I a first, first down pass over the middle. Absolutely. Yeah, every time, listen, every time <clears throat> Bourne is on that field, every time he touches the ball, something good happens. He rushed the ball. He Okay, so he catches two passes of three targets, and he rushes once for 15 yards. Every time he's on the field, he does something good. He's not on the field enough, Chris. Nope, not on the field. So I mean, I thought the I thought the wideouts played okay. I mean, I didn't have any huge issues with the way the wide receivers play. I honestly don't have a big issue with really, other than the the stiffs we talk about on the offensive line, how anybody on the offense played. Well, Chris, other again, than the coaching. Uh, Okay, other than the coaching, and I guess this goes to the coaching. So I guess we can't necessarily call these people out, but I guess we can call the coaching out when we get the coach's corner. But again, the tight ends. You spent $100 million because, as you said, Chris, you were going to run a package 
was the 12, you were going to run the package, right? With the tight yep. ends, the 12 package with the tight ends. You don't yeah. run that anymore. No. Right? So now you got $100 million invested in two guys that you're barely using. They're irrelevant. Uh, uh, John o. Smith went out. They rolled him. Uh, somebody rolled up on the back of his ankle. You won't see him for weeks. That's it for him. That's it for him. But again, Hunter Henry, even, two catches, 13. Even Hunter Henry, Chris, some of those second and fives, you can't get him in, 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 in involved in the passing game. I look I, again. It's it, but I don't. I I can't put it on him yet. Like I can't put it on the player. Yeah. Because I just don't think they they they're utilizing them that way. You know they keep talking about these packages, these these eleven personnel with three wide receivers and they're disguising it. But with Chris, that so then, we, but and, you so you spent all this money on tight ends to go to eleven personnel this well, year. Well, that well the, the, the whole listen, don't, you know, don't get this, don't get all enamored with that whole eleven, twelve personnel and all that bullshit because, you know, basically they're saying okay, one back, one tight end, so you eliminate the other tight end. Well, you're bringing Humphrey on the field basically as that third tight end, at that second tight end. So it basically is like 12, you know? You're just not using your tight ends for some reason. But Chris, Hump, but, but, but Chris, when, when they go to that, though, Chris, I was just going to say that, but when they do go to that, Henry stays in the block. He's not even going out. And sometimes you watch. Henry's not even going out on the route, Chris. No, they don't use him the way they intended. The, re, the, the money they spent to bring him in as to why they were brought him in to be used, they don't use him that way. Yeah. So, again, this is not a – you know, I don't know that this is a personnel issue other than it, it, meaning the players, other than it's a schematic. It's a it's a philosophical, you know, this is my my family is the coaching. This is my family's business and we're going to run it how we run it. And we don't care what you think. Well, the family business is one in three. And in my book. You played good enough to win. You know, it was a better performance, blah, blah. However you want to slice the pie, whatever you want to come up with, you want I, I don't care. You're one in three. You're not good enough. I don't want to hear the bullshit. Oh, they played a much better game. There's a lot of positives to take away from this. That's what losing teams say. That's what teams that lose, that don't win, they take that from games. When you get they're three and ten, three and twelve, and they're still saying, Well, there's a lot of positives to take from it. That means you're a loser. Loser. Well, so I, I, think I, I gonna, don't want so I don't want to hear that. Well, I think we're gonna be hearing that a little bit more coming back on the other side of the break when we flip to the other side of the ball, talking about uh opportunities and and you know, positives to take away from the day. But Mark is right, the Patriots are one and three now on the season, dropping to the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau in overtime, 27 to 24. When we come back, oh, this portion of the Pats Nation was presented by Special Sauce Podcast. What's your special sauce? SpecialSaucePodcast.com. When we come back, we're going to get to the other side of the ball and uh, our coach's corner right after this. Tune in to Special Sauce Podcast, wherever you podcast. What's your special sauce? Now back, back in with more Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. And Mark, uh, you started talking on the other side about excuses and, you know, we could take good things away from it and let's be positive. And you're right. That's how loser teams, you know, 
I'm not exist. used to that. We haven't done that in 20 years. I don't want to hear that's, that. That's how they exist. So That's how they the, exist. Thank you. Yes. Flip to the other side of the ball now. Just give me the general impression of the defense and I'll, I'll while I pull the numbers up. The general impression of our defense, our middle of our defense, stinks. Jerron Bentley stinks. Okay? He's, he, I don't know. Our safeties today, I don't think played that well. The middle of the field, we got beat numerous times again. The touchdown to the tight end, again, you know, typical every game. I think we've had four games this year, all four games, the tight end has scored a touchdown in the middle of the field. Un unacceptable. Unacceptable. McCordy, unacceptable. He's late. Every one of those touchdowns in our first four games to the tight end, McCordy's coming over late. So my impression, listen, our defensive line, Chris, I was impressed. Our defensive line couldn't have played much better considering Lawrence guy was out. Listen, they played well enough to win our defensive line. I think our linebackers let us down, and I think our safeties let us down today. I think our corners on the outside, they did a good job. Our corners played well. They did it. I mean, listen. Don't get me wrong. Green Bay's wide receivers are not good. Okay, so so I don't I don't want to act. You know I, I don't want to act like you know you shut down uh you know, you know a, a team with three 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 all pros right. You didn't shut down the that wide receiver group from from Philadelphia. You you shut down guys that aren't that good. But still, our corners played well, Chris. The middle of the field and our safety terrible. Well, listen. Uh, so so when you go to the court, Aaron Rodgers today. 21 and 35, 251 yards, uh, 251 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns, one interception, which is the pick six. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, which was fantastic play, one sack um, for seven yards. So, and, and I think he was hit, and I'll get those numbers how many times he was hit, but, um, and, and quarterback pressures and stuff. But, Again, the edge. I, listen, I can't agree with you more. And if you start with the front, okay, and we talk about the front, we talk about the front seven, the defensive line, the defensive, um, the defensive ends, right? The outside linebackers, those guys playing better and better and better every week. Yeah, better and better. I thought, I thought they controlled. I thought the running, they kept their running game under control. They what did they the run ball. for, Chris? Well, listen, I mean, they run, they ran the ball, they they ran the ball for two hundred yards. So when you look at that and you say, well, okay, they, 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 they ran the ball 35 times for 199 yards. That's pretty, pretty bad. Okay. It is, it is pretty bad, but not a lot of that was to the edge. No. You see and what they, I mean? They like, missed Lawrence. They did miss Lawrence guy today, Chris. They missed Lawrence guy. So, so when you look at those numbers, you say, okay, well, Aaron Jones was 16 carries for 110 yards. Dylan was 17 carries for 73 yards. Atrocious. And it is. It's not good. They got to clean that up. It sucks, you know. Um, but when I when when you look at the eye test, okay, when you watch this front play, I thought, okay, they they pressured they pressured um, Rogers pretty well. They got to him. They, they pressured him better in the first half, Chris. In the second half, I thought. You know, Judon, they, 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 he was out of the game a little bit in the second half. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. I don't know what that was about. I don't know if he was nicked up a little bit. I, I don't know. Because they sacked him once. Um, there were three quarterback hits, but there were several pressures. Chris, um, you know what we were talking about yesterday? Joe brought up a real good point with Judon. That's impossible. Well, he did. Joe brought up a real good point, and I, and I wanted to bring it up today because I wanted to get your take on it. 
Joe was talking about Judon, and he said, why don't they use him like the Giants used to use Taylor? Move him around more. Like, yeah. he just sits, like, he he's an athlete that you could move around the line. Move him around. Because I think Baltimore, when they had him, Chris, did move him around more. And and he he was, I think, a little bit more productive with Baltimore because of the way they used him. And Joe brought that up yesterday. Joe said, but why aren't they moving him around the line? Because he's the best athlete you got on the line. Yeah. And I think the word he used was uh, unleash him. Unleash him. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was. Wow, like- Joe, he actually watched it last night. Taking so, the lifts notes. Right. So the thing with Judon is he's a little undersized to loop him a lot and bring him further and further to the center of the field where he could get bottled up a little bit inside. Yep. But I understood your point, Joe, and w- which was a great point, which is let him go. I think that's what you were getting at, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, just uh, and, they, and when they did a couple of times, yep. it, it turned out the way we talked about it turning out. You know what I mean? Giving Rodgers pressure and the play ended or something happened with it. They took over on downs. Yeah. I mean, he had five tackles, three solo. Um, He had one sack, you know, one tackle for a loss. He had a good game. Again, I I know that the rushing numbers look terrible and they are terrible. You can't allow 200 yards rushing and say, damn, the front played really, really well, didn't they? No. I mean, you can't allow 200 yards rushing, no matter what you say. That's it. That's like those moral wins, Mark, that you keep talking about. That's why I brought it up when you said we get to the other side of the ball. There's a little more of that's going to talk from a loser football team. It is. There's positives you can take from it. Well, you better freaking clean up 200 yards a lot, a lot. And, Joe, what did I say last night on the show? I said if Green Bay is going to have to rush for 150, 200 yards to beat us because – Right, I said it. At least 150, because when you're gonna you're gonna have to force them to throw the ball to beat you, because they're gonna have to run. They're gonna want to run the ball, and that's exactly what they did. And we were in their hip pockets all first half. That the the Patriots defense the whole first half. You know, Rogers was Rogers was in that 2019 Brady mode, the whole first half of this game. Yeah, he He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to be bothered with any more pressure. He's throwing the ball away. A couple of balls I thought should have been. You know, uh, and I, Chris, goals. I think part of that too was because we played a lot of man in the first half, and I think we played more zone in the second half. And I and I don't know, maybe there was something you saw why they were going to zone. I I don't know. Was there something Green Bay was doing for them to play more zone? I'm not sure. But I think when we were playing mostly man in the first half, he was frustrated. He was because you can because when you play man. Okay, when you play man, that means you could free up somebody else to come and be pressure on the quarterback. You know, and when that was happening, our our, our corners did a good job on a couple of safeties locking some of these guys down in the first half of this game. But, Mark, if you're doing that, you can't get Miles Bryant on the field. <laughs> you had to bring you him get up. Miles Bryant on you, the field. You, we have you, to. You had to bring him up? Well, we have to. You got to get Miles Bryant. What, what's going to happen if we don't get Miles Bryant on the field? That means tonight when he go with tonight when Bill tucks him in, you know, give him his give him his give him his binky. Give him his binky. Give him his binky. Thank you. You got beat by Randall Cobb, who's 176 years old. Appreciate that. You know, couldn't handle Randall Cobb one on one today, which to me is why one of the reasons we lose this game down the stretch. I'm going to tell you something. Miles Bryant has now has now yes, but he has now exceeded Eldrin Roberts in my book. He is now exceeded Eldrin Roberts in my book. And you know what I thought of Roberts. 
I never wanted cool. to see him on a field. That's saying something. That that's, is. That's, that's for sure saying something. That's saying something. But 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 honestly, we get to that. Let, let You really want to so, get Chris, into So why were they playing more zone in the second half? Was there something Green Bay was doing that forced them I to mean, go to I, zone? I, my whole thing, and I don't have the first half numbers. I want to go back and watch this week again um, when I'm off the medication. Um, <laughs> but uh, it maybe it had something to do with keeping guys' backs toward, you know, not having their back turned to the line of scrimmage and all those rushing yards we were allowing, um, perhaps. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and was freeing up some of that play action. Because when you rush the ball the way they did, that's where the play action hurts you, and that's where Rodgers can kill you, right? And it did a little bit. My guess is that, but, geez, it wasn't that broke. No. You know, it wasn't that broke. The big, huge – and maybe it's to mask this. The biggest problem on this defense today and the biggest profit problem that's been on this defense since 2018, okay, is the middle of the field. Talk about that, Mark. Well, who's in the middle of the field? Hmm. Jawan Bentley, okay? And, and, and don't get me wrong. Having Raekwon McMillan out for two weeks in a row has hurt you. He's been, he's been banged up. Don't know when he's coming back because he, he would help in the middle of that field and he can help get sideline to sideline. So that's a big loss. Mac Wilson, who we thought would help in the middle of the field, struggled the last couple of games, really didn't see him today at all. He was in early. They benched him. It, unless he got hurt, we'll have to see what, what they say uh, during the week. They brought in the kid Tovai, I believe, 48. He didn't show bad in some spots, but that middle of the field, Chris, Jawan Bentley, just can't he he just he, he I, I don't know what he does he can't leverage his guys I, I don't know what his issue is he's just he's a disaster Chris why is it that he can't pick a gap that so he's always wrong he's always wrong he's always not where he's supposed to be how is that possible Chris for a, a professional linebacker what is he doing wrong yeah and and, and you know tackles he's in on nine of them Got three solo tackles again. The numbers. I, I don't Chris, hear about what is, the numbers. But Chris, what is he doing wrong? I mean, I don't understand it. I I mean, he's just not. He's not good enough. He's not fast enough. He's not. I don't. I don't mean personally intelligent enough. But it doesn't appear to be football intelligent enough. So you were be, telling me during the game, Chris, that there's there's a specific couple of instances where he's supposed to be to the left or to the right of the blocker following him during a play to fill a hole and he's always on the wrong side explain that to the viewers because after you said it i'm watching it and i'm like jesus christ that's what happens every play so when a ball carrier is coming through a gap okay and so what happens is ball carrier is coming through a gap and say you got player a in in front and b behind okay Player A chooses to go left to make that tackle. Then player B behind them has to go to the right. So the two of you are filling both areas. Yep. If both of you go to the left, then the quarter, the running back is going to just go the opposite way and run by the both of you. You have to make each other right. That's what they mean when they say fit the gap. So you figure out, you have to first diagnose, read, see where, the, where it's coming, okay, where the ball's going to, diagnose where it's going, and then you have to fit into the gap. Then you have to figure out as a linebacker, okay, um, 
I, I see now where the ball is coming. I see where my defensive lineman is fitting in to make the tackle. I'm going to fit here in case the running back cuts back. I'm going to make the tackle. First of all, he's not even diagnosing in time where the hell there was one play and they had a perfect replay of it. Right, Mark? Where yeah. he's just sitting there. He's doing that two hop. Linebackers are taught to kind of do a two hop on the snap to, to diagnose the right, you know, so they don't, they don't get caught back. You don't want your linebackers backing up, you know, a lot until they need to. And so they're two hopping. Okay. And in that hop, you're figuring out where, you know, where's the ball going? He's still hopping around out there like like the Easter Bunny, okay? <laughs> and the ball is already in the gap, and guys are already, like, converging on the tackle. So he's slow. He's read recognition slow, re play recognition. Then when he decides where he's going to fit in, he fits wrong. And, and then making the tackle itself, you know, that's a 50-50 shot right there, too. And so Chris, that, he's terrible. And good, he's doing out there. And Chris, he's terrible in pass, it, 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 picking up a, a, a tight end out of the out of the, you know in in pass protection. No, terrible. No, the, the touchdown can't cover anybody. No, one of the touchdowns Rogers threw um, was to the to, tight end uh, was to that tight end in the center. Cunyon, of the field. Yep. Yep. So you see on that play where the tight end comes comes off out of the tight end spot, kind of just drags down the center of the field and turns and catches that ball into the end zone, right? And just kind of sneaks behind Bentley. Right. So Bentley's job on that is to do a few things. I, again, I'm not there. I didn't call the play. I'm not in the huddle. So, you know, I have to go back and look again. So I could be wrong, but, but I'm not. So <laughs> Joe, but he's not Joe. You have to add that one in there. I'm not, but I'm not. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. His job on that play is tight end comes off the ball. You wall him off, wall him off. Meaning, Stop, make it hard for him to get to the inside. Yeah. You know, when you got a wide receiver coming at you and they're fighting you to get somewhere, that's where they want to go. You know, if you're trying to push him to the outside and he's going there, that's where he wanted to go. Yeah. But that guy's trying to get to the inside. So your job is to make him fight. If, you know, if I'm labor, if I'm belaboring on too much, the meds are really kicking in. Then kick let, me in. Know. <laughs> let me know. But that's one of the things you're supposed to do, Mark, right? You're supposed to fight him to get into the inside so that your safeties and other guys can diagnose the play and get into that lane and make sure they can, they can pick up the coverage. Right? So he yeah. doesn't do that. He allows them a nice, easy, free release to the inside there. Meanwhile. So now McCordy, we're going to do it a second is late anyway. So now he's trying to get over there to make a play. Not only does he do that wrong, he doesn't get in the throwing lane either. He gets kind of this way. Like, you, you always see Bentley in a play where he's doing this, oh, and then trying to get back like that. It's just it's just balance is terrible. Just nothing. He did nothing well on that. Nothing. nothing. The center of the field sucks, Mark. It's terrible. It sucked all season. Hey, they, got a cool, they have a linebacker there, don't they, in Green Bay, that uh, that plays in the middle? Well, I, I, mentioned him I mentioned him yesterday during the show, Quay Walker. First-round pick. They drafted him after Cole Strange. Mm. Um, we could have taken Walker. And got strange after that because nobody was taking him that early. We could have gotten both players, Chris, if right. they listened to you. They could have taken Walker and you could have taken Strange in the second round if you wanted them. What well, happened to Mac Wilson? Why did Mac Wilson come off the field and see him again? I don't know, Chris. He made a mistake. And then I don't know if he got hurt or they just 
He said, you're done for the day. I don't know. We're going to have to watch during the week to see if he shows up on the injury report. I, I don't know. That I don't know. So the middle of the field is a huge problem, and I think that's what why a pretty good defensive performance looks bad. Yeah. You know, and, and then when you get to the secondary, Mark, talk about McCordy, the McCordy's old. He's late on everything, Chris. I mean, come on. I mean, safety is it, – it, he's your, your deep center safety – is an issue on this team. It's been an issue all year. He's late on everything. Um, he, it, when you know, you're talking about the middle of the field, the tight ends. He can't protect you on the back end either with those tight ends because he's, he's just late and slow. He, he, you know, he, he, his time is gone. Um, but I think our corners, Chris. I thought the kid Jack Jones. Listen, he made a couple of mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but he had a pick. He forced six. a he forced a, he had a pick six. He forced a fumble. In the first quarter, he forced that fumble. He, I thought the kid played well, Chris. I really did. And and you know, Jones, the other Jones, um, struggled a little bit today. I thought. Yeah. Um, on the other side, and of course, your buddy Miles Bryant. I mean, do we even need to discuss Miles Bryant? You know what? Maybe I'll leave that up to you. I don't know if you want to. You know, give us your your take on Miles Bryant. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm happy with Jack Jones. And when I saw him on the field, because I thought yeah. when I heard that Mills wasn't going to play today, I said, oh, no. I said, we're going to see Miles Bryant on this field today. And I saw Jack Jones, and I was pleased, and boom, he made a play. So I agree with you 100% well, Chris, on that. Maybe that, maybe, maybe when Mills is back and healthy, maybe Jack Jones pushes Bryant to the bench. Let's cross our fingers. Maybe now you don't have to see Bryant because Jones has not proved himself. I hope so. And I think you leave Jack Jones just where he is. Yep. And you kick Mills to the into the slot because Mills is better or in there Jones. anyways, I think. Or yeah. or yeah. Or, or Jones. Uh, yes. Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jonathan Jones. You're right. Kick Jonathan Jones back to the slot. You're right. I thought the corners played fine today, except except for Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant stinks. Can't cover anybody. He's trying to play man on uh, on Randall Cobb. And by the way, that holding call, those plays at the end by him, the holding call on Cobb, these are cost these game cost the game these kinds of calls and his positioning sucked so bad he was in front of him he wasn't even he wasn't even in a good football position no he wasn't he to be holding so that, that, that was a he's problem just a, he's just a bad he's just bad Chris yeah the three guys to me Miles Bryant Bentley and McCordy those are the guys on the defense right now that are just and Chris he's never going to do anything with McCordy either you're paying him what 10 million nine million dollars no. Whatever age he is, this is his final hurrah. This is it for him. He's gonna go right at the end of the season, but he's gonna stick with him. He's never gonna take him out of them because Peppers is. Oof. Peppers, Peppers is, I, we thought Peppers was a good signing, Chris. He's awful. He's not good. Not he's not good. good. So listen, I know we're over. We want to get the coach's corner next. That's what we're all waiting for. So uh, let's do that. Uh, on the other side, we're gonna get to coach's corner. We'll talk about a lot of things that it just keep driving us crazy right on the other side it's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors no one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer but things happen corso law group is arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in arizona so whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced dui or more serious issues call or go online to corsolawgroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group.
Back in with the Pats Nation, the only Patriots post-game show worth watching. Patriots drop to the Packers 27-24 in overtime. Joe, let's get to Coach's Corner right now. Coach's Corner. was a case today I think of the good the bad and the ugly wouldn't you say yeah <laughs> because yeah there were some that's, good that's things. that's Chris that's a good that's a good analogy because there were some positive steps yeah. in the coaching today on the offensive side especially in the running game in the run play calling and the variety and what you said on the show yesterday edge running to inside running gap running yep. guard pulling Talk to me overall. Let's start on the offensive side. So, on the offensive side of the ball, I thought that they they did better. I think they did a better job of of mixing up their running game. Okay, they, as you said, Chris, they did some zone blocking. They did some some you know they did some pulling. They did they did the outs. They were outside run, but also then they went inside those those a gaps. As they were successful in the middle of the field behind Andrews and Strange. And then they were kicking outside. As they began to fill the box, they would go outside. They adjusted. They filled the box. They dragged to the outside. Dragged to the outside. They'd adjust to that. They'd go back to the inside. So that was one of the few times, Chris, where you actually saw the coaching staff making adjustments on the fly with the running calls inside, outside, inside, outside. You really haven't seen them do that all year, right? So, So that was the one, I would say, bright spot that I saw today from that coaching staff was that running game and the bouncing of the running game inside, outside, and adjusting to what Green Bay was trying to do to stop it. So so I thought that that was a, that was a positive, Chris. If we're going to take a positive out of this, that's one of them. Now get to the bat. Now because there's ugly, too. We got that category, too. Listen. Which ugly ugly was the overtime, that whole end of the game overtime. I'll let you I'll let you kick that off. But listen, Chris, they still are not prepared. They're not a prepared team, coaching wise, on the offensive side of the ball, Chris. When you're calling timeouts on second down, first down, second down, no matter what down it is, they're calling timeouts for no reason because they, they they're not prepared. The, the play clock's running down. I don't know how many times they're either calling a timeout or they're taking a delay of game penalty, not because of the quarterback, not because of the offense, because Patricia is confused. He doesn't know what he's calling. And and, and I think it was overtime, Chris. Zap, or maybe it was the fourth quarter late. Zappy's like, it was the fourth quarter late. Zappy's like this. He's got his hands up. He's looking at him like, what are you calling? And they end up taking a timeout at the end because Patricia didn't know what to do. So you want to talk about the bad, Chris, the overall game management is still bad. It's bad. There's no way. There's no other way to, 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 to slice it. It's bad. When when you have when you when you're in a play, a successful play, a wide receiver screen, which is you know, fi- it's like finding a friggin' pearl, you know, in this offense now. When you anytime you see a wide receiver screen thrown up for the New England Patriots, which used to be a staple, you know, it was Edel- Ed- how Edelman made a living. Okay. Now when you see it, it's a rare thing. It's a rare occurrence, you know? So they throw it to the right. Good, successful play. You can't come back the next very next play and run it to the left 
That sounds like my high school coach. And he was drunk all the time when he was calling plays. You, you know mean I mean? when you, you mean when you were in high school? When I played high school. Jesus. When I played in high school, not now. Oh when my played, god. Gonna write it to the right. Now I'm gonna run it to the left. Joe, am I right? Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm right on both counts. (laughs) So, uh, but But Chris, that's not even something you would do in high school. That's almost like pop Warner football, right? Yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. Like, and so it's things like that. And and you know what those things tell me, Mark, those things tell me that I need the time to catch up, that the game's too fast for me. Okay. As a play caller and I call plays on, on defense. I've never called plays on offense, so I should say that because, you know, it's not easy to do. I'm not going to, you know, but I don't get paid like you get paid, you know. So it's very difficult to keep up with the speed of the game. I've always maintained that on offense, you're controlling a little more. You know, you're, you're, you control the time and the speed of it, of the game, if you want, uh, the tempo. But, and he, and it just seems when those things start to happen, it looks to me like, it's getting away from him. He can't track the speed, and it's just getting away. So, all right, let's just call this. Yeah, this is my catch-up. No, 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 you're right. You know, and those are the ugly. Those are the bad things to me. Those are the things that look like. So, you well, you're making strides and progress. And what pisses me off about it, Mark, is that that is that you. How long going to wait? We're gonna is is it, are we here to bring Matt Patricia along as an offensive coordinator? Is that the job that we're here to do? And then it becomes just ugly. Then it becomes ugly when you get into real crunch time. And we said this, right? That when it comes really to nut cutting time and now you're in overtime and you're in situations like this and that timeout was called at the end there where they were real backed up and and they called that timeout. They just let the clock go. And that's when Zappy was doing that. And he's like, They call that time up. That wasn't for Zappy. That was for Patricia to get his bearings on what are we going to do next? You know, how far are we going to punt from and all that? That's Mark. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable that this should be going this way because it's a game you could win. Chris, so you're in overtime. Mm. You, you force Green Bay to punt. Your defense gets you all, gets you, gets off the field. The kid who we've been saying, who the kid who was the best. Punt returner and kickoff returner in college football last year finally is on the field returning kicks and punts. Well, he did it too. Well, by the way, because why? Who did you have back there, Miles Bryant? Oh. Okay. I'm not even going to get into that. He sets you up, Chris, at the 50 yard line. Yeah. And you can't, you don't do anything to try to put yourself in a position to win that game. It's second and six. You get four yards on first down. No play action. No nothing. You run the ball right up the middle. Yard gain, nothing. Listen, at that point, second and six, Chris, play action. Do something. You're at the 45-yard line of Green Bay. Try to win the damn game. The kids got you in position to win it. Screw it. If he makes a mistake, he makes a mistake. What else are you going to do? Try to win the damn game. You're playing with house money at that point. You're playing with house money, and you're going to give – listen – Rodgers played terrible. I don't think Rodgers played well today at all. I don't think Green Bay's a very good team, okay? But you're playing, you're right, you're playing with house money, but you're also, listen, you're rolling the dice, Chris. Eventually, Rodgers is going to come up with some kind of a play. And, right, like Joe said yesterday on the show, he's going to pull something out of his ass, right, which he always does. So 
the more time he tried, you give, he tried very hard, Mark. He tried very hard not to say that, though. Oh, I said it. This is the real deal. It's me. It's just Katone. I don't care. Right? What are they going to do? Take me off? Uh, Listen. So he, Chris, you're going to give him the ball back again? How many times are you going to give him the ball you back? You can't. You knew. Come on. You, that was your shot. That was yes. your chance to win that game. And you blew it as a coaching staff. Not the players, the coaches. You didn't put your players in a position to win that game. I'm sorry, but you didn't do it. On second and six, you're damn right. Play action. Bubble screen. Something. Jet sweep. Get get some Nothing. good positive yards. Get to Nothing. a third and one. Something like that. Nothing, Nothing like that. It's your. It was incumbent upon you at that point to be ready. To be friggin' ready. I'm back. I'm back now. To be friggin' ready. To make a call to put yourself in a position to win the goddamn Joe game. The Mets kicked in. Joe, the Mets just kicked now in. Now they've Joe. kicked in, man. Here you go. It was incumbent upon you to do that, Matt Patricia. And you need to be ready out of call and second down like that. And you weren't ready to do it. And that's why you lose this game today. Period. End of story. And that's why it's the ugly. And by the way, the other ugly part of it is. You know, Belichick screaming and yelling at the refs, and he's screaming and yelling, and and he's right on most of that stuff with the with the resetting the clock and all that. And but you see what he's got in his hands? He's got all those play sheets on offense, Chris, because he's helping out those guys. And and he, his game management, his you said his game management is going to suffer. His game management has suffered because he's helping out those guys because they don't know what they're doing on offense. So he's in the middle of the offense instead of doing what he does best. Defense. And 12 yes. guys, 12 men on the field. They Chris, that's like the third defense. time. That's like the third time that's happened to their defense this year. Yep. And he's just running up and down the sidelines like a crazed maniac. You know? Hey, Bill, this is what happens when you let your children do everything and they're not prepared to do it. That's what happens. And I know we got to get to Sunday stiff and we're going to do that now. But hey, listen, Coach's Corner was presented by Studio 42 Designs for all your graphic design needs. Studio42designs.com. There's so much to choose from, but let's get to our Sunday stiff, Joe. Well, Chris. I'll lead off because you know it could be Miles Bryant for me, yeah, but I'm not going to. Listen, blood vessel, so go ahead. I, I'm not. I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to go with him because he's he's too easy. Jawan Bentley is too easy because they're stiffs every week. I'm going to go with Bailey. I'm going to go with the kicker because he 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 cost Great him the punter. Kick. The punter cost him today in a game like this Chris you got to play field position you got to bury them deep you need to depend on him to have a good game and help you he has to be an asset not a hindrance and today he was a hindrance he's my Sunday stiff I don't you know what Mark that's a fantastic call that's a fantastic call on under the radar observation which is all you're gonna get here you get the good ones here yes. for me for me it's Belichick flat simple plain put this, this loss is on Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick only. Yeah. The operation of this team looks it's it's like it looks like Ringling Brothers on the sideline. Yeah. Okay? That's yep. what I keep hearing in my head and I don't again, I don't know if it's the meds or if it's all I keep hearing in my head when it's going on. When he's yep. running up and down screaming and yelling. Joe, we'll have to get a wash next week of Ringling Brothers. <laughs> yeah, with the papers in his hands and all that other stuff. That's what I keep hearing for all the reasons you said. He's my Sunday stiff. Mark, get a Sunday seat really quick. I do. I get a Sunday seat. Jack Jones, pick six for a touchdown, forces a, a fumble, played a solid, solid game. I go with Jack Jones. 
quick. Plays with attitude too. I love yeah, it. Mine, yep. Mine's going to be Billy Zappi. I thought he played great. I thought. Come no, on, I know you did. Yeah. A tough situation, tough spot. Good for him. Congratulations on his first touchdown in Lambeau, uh, an iconic place and 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 great good place. For the, to do good it. for the kid. So good for him and good for us and good for you. That's it for us this week. Pats Nation post game was presented by Corso Ancatone, the real deal. New England Field. Tune in Saturdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. And next Saturday, we're going to have our Patriots preview of uh, the Patriots taking on the Lions at home. God help us all. That should be a uh, a real bond burner. So make sure you, uh, the game, not the show, tune into the show because we're going to have all our breakdown for that. And of course, Mark and Joe gave you a little, little bit, a little tidbit yesterday about our Sunday spread. We're going to talk a lot of the gambling, a lot of sports lines. Uh, Joe, Mark's giving you his lock of the week. Um, my lock of the I week gotta, I gotta, right I, I got to push. I got to push. My gotta lock, push. My lock of the week was going on right now. I don't know what the score of the game is, but I love, loved Kansas City as a pick game today, yep. as a pick em. So going to talk a lot of gambling, a lot of sports betting next week. So tune in. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. And call in. Heated Hotline, 855-313-PATS. Give us a call. Let us know your picks and your locks of the week. So tune in, 7 p.m. Eastern, Corso Tone, the real deal, New England feel, and come back. Next Sunday, 30 minutes following the Patriots-Lions game. Mark and I will have all your post-game coverage. And, uh, hey, all our reactions, your reactions. Maybe I'll be uh, – hopefully I'll be wearing the uh, – You better shirt. be wearing the blue shirt, man. We're going to have a lot of other issues. So, for Mark Catone, Joe Guarneri, I'm Chris Corso. Final score of this one, Packers 27, Patriots 24 in overtime. See you next Sunday.